Follow Cross Atlantic Gaming on Twitter and Instagram at CAG Podcast. That's at CAG Podcast. And you'll keep up with all the latest and greatest things that fly out of chocolate's brain. Actually, who needs more chocolate? Gosh. Risky, hit it. And welcome to episode 92 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, as always, are my co hosts, Chocolate Bear. Hello. And Moose. What's up, boys? What's going on, everybody? How was everybody's week? Could be better. Uh, okay. Moose? Yeah, it's it's been eventful. Uh, okay, hey. So yeah, Not boring, then. Not, not a lot of time for games, but sometimes we have those kind of weeks. True. True, true. And when there's not a lot out, right. what are you going to do anyways? You just play Apex a lot. There, <laughs> there you go. Got to whittle down that season pass to get your money's worth, right? Hey, I'm a quarter of the way through the battle pass, and I've nice. got almost, I'm like 50 coins shy of getting enough for next season's battle pass. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So, yeah. They what, seem uh, to give you like 100 currency or something like every five levels. How many... Um, well, uh, levels are there on the pass? That's I want to say there are 100. Yeah, I'm sure there's a hundred. <clears throat> oh, that's yeah, that's good then. I got my first uh, air flippy trick thing, so that's pretty sweet. Oh, air flippy trick? Oh, yeah, like when, when you're you, dropping? Yeah, when you jump out of the plane and they do something weird. So I got I it for. Um, is it Gibraltar? N- nitro. Oh, Nitro. That's yeah. the one. Is Gibraltar the big dude? Who's or is that Bang? Bangler? No, just no, Gibraltar. Yeah. Gibraltar's the big dude. Um, t- not Nitro. You got it for oh god, his name Octane. Yes, Octane. I'm sorry. Yeah. I call uh, him Nitro. That <laughs> giant dude. I think Shopa has one where it looks like he like pulls out like a lunch tray and then like does like <laughs> spins and flips on it and stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> so weird. Uh, but it's fun to watch. Fun to look at. Um, yeah. I, I mean, all right. Well, before we get into that stuff, um, we do have an Apex highlights video that dropped or is dropping today when the podcast comes out uh, on YouTube. Correct. Yes. Chocolate. That completely correct. It's this uh, Tuesday. Okay. This Tuesday. Featuring the one and only Chocolate Bear. Unfortunately, it is highlights of me. I apologize to everyone. I mean, you're the legend. No. This makes sense. Right. Well, you'll see some sweet kills. You'll see a couple of uh, cameo appearances from Moose Wee. and uh, possibly a few others from the community. I'm trying to think Woo-woo. now. So yeah. Nice. Yeah, check it out. It's it's not long. It's uh, three minutes. Sure. Okay. Sweet. It's, it will be the best three minutes of your life, guaranteed. Oh boy, that's I a, don't know. That's a lot I don't of hype. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed, everybody. <laughs> Touch ready. Touch ready. If you have a very, very sad life, that may be the, the you know, the truth. <laughs> but, oh boy. But we can fix um, that. There you go. We uh we also have a free Patreon post that's dropping this Thursday. Um, yes. And what's Do going you- on with that? Well, I uh, I wanted to do something slightly different. Uh, so a few months ago, we we shot some um, some ideas around about me reading a book. Um, yes. Then you two suggested. Yes, please be Sam Jackson. There is only one book that I should yes. read. <laughs> so um, go to sleep. Beep beep is uh, is dropping, and it's the free post. Um, 
I've just realised I didn't put an 18 plus tag on this, so I'm <laughs> fine. Yeah, there, there's a, a few uh, mother beeps and a few um, son of a yeah. You're gonna get put in the, uh, the kids' YouTube logarithm. It's just gonna say children's story. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky enough, I've put it on Patreon. I haven't dropped it on oh, our okay. YouTube page. I may do that at a later date, but. Yeah, you can watch me try and read a few words that are far above my reading age. But <laughs> if you're if you're a parent and you've ever tried to get, or even a babysitter, an aunt or an uncle, and try to get your kids or you know nieces or nephews to go to sleep, you absolutely understand every single page and every single word in this book. So. Yeah, I mean, as I was reading it, I, <laughs> I, I I had some feelings to some of the to some of the lines it's it's very good hopefully it's enjoyable it's a laugh it's a giggle it kind of is sometimes what comes from one of my patreon posts of uh, chocolates <laughs> rambling so yeah just sit down enjoy let me know what you think of it all right so everybody go check that out you can find that at patreon.com slash cag podcast yeah there'll be a tweet as well on the day it drops so check right. out on twitter Look at that. What a segue. Awesome. Um, well, hey, another week in gaming. What have we all been getting into? Um, let's start with chocolate. And yeah. you're playing some Halo 5 doubles. I don't even know what that is. So, uh, Do you know what I meant? I, I, I've just finished work. I meant to fire up my Xbox just to find out what the actual mode was called. But essentially, it was 2v2. Um, so Maldo that sounds Rob, like doubles, yeah. Yeah, doubles. I, I, I think there's just has actual, a specific name. Yeah, and I couldn't think what it was when I wrote that down. Um, but myself and Maldo Rob uh, jumped into some Halo Five. He said, "Do you want to play some?" I was like, oh, "Yeah, I'll, I'm up for anything." Um, and yeah, I enjoyed playing Halo Five and playing the multiplayer. It was, it was a nice change from playing the MCC campaign so is it similar to when you play uh is it duels in um modern warfare yeah it could be a gunfight type gunfight there you go yeah gunfight type um so you as soon as you're dead you're dead and it's up to the teammate to no oh no sorry so it's the first one up to 25 okay um, and you keep respawning you keep respawning um you have your uh not your battle rifle you have your i can't even think well, you have your pistol, but the big Halo gun, not the battle rifle, but the other one that has the mark. You know when you walk around the map in the campaign, it has a little um, waypoint on it, so it'll tell you to turn left or right. It's that, the bigger gun. Everyone's going, you idiot, it's this gun. How do you not know what it's called? <laughs> I'm um, not sure, Bear. I was say, at I least these two idiots have no idea right. what you're talking about. So, yeah, I can't think <laughs> it's... Now? It's the the gun you always start off with in Halo, and it's not a battle it's rifle. The bigger, yeah. yeah, it's the bigger gun, um, and then you have other other weapons placed in and the around assault the assault rifle. Map. Assault rifle, thank you so much. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> How specific of them? It's literally just right. called assault rifle. Well, yeah. Here's the list of their guns: assault rifle, battle rifle, chain gun, <laughs> turret, DMR, gauze turret, hydro launcher, magnum, railgun. They're they're pretty generic with their gun yeah. names. Yeah, I apologize. So it's not like AR, and then there's five different ARs. <laughs> yeah, just, basically they're like state. Rifle. Yeah, state your purpose. Okay, that's now your name. <laughs> Done. Next. Too yeah, funny. so I'm an idiot. Um, so yeah, we played that. Um, 
it's quite funny because you have the sniper rifle spawn in and it gives you like a countdown of when the sniper rifle turns up um but it was so fun to to play another game where it's just the two of you taking on two other individuals um and you know the first couple of games we did really really well i think we we were cruising and then all of a sudden the i suppose it gives you that okay you are at this level and all of a sudden brings in an opponent that is either above you or on the same level as you and we got smoked i would say so when skill-based matchmaking kicked in it was just like well yep <laughs> guess well, we're done here yeah. yeah you're 15 kills earlier well that was wrong you weren't playing someone decent um i also had two beers so that probably didn't help either in a first person shooter no probably not yeah um but the game is so fun and as i said to have that change up of playing the first set of halo games and having that stupid button configuration which doesn't make sense to going to a normal style button layout was yeah just so much better you should have seen when they had the black and white buttons it was <laughs> awesome i uh, yeah no <laughs> i'm all about the control set of now for first person shooters right it's um i can't i can't go back into the olden days yeah, was it black, black and white buttons wasn't that og xbox yeah og xbox halo the first halo like one was grenade and the other one was flashlight or something like that. Oh, okay, so oh, they had that's they were true. awkwardly I, I above forget. your A B X Ys. Yeah, I always forget how old Halo actually is. Yeah, because like, I'm just so used to and like tuned into just the Master Chief Collection at this point that it just kind of feels like yeah, that came out like five years ago or whatever. But no, I guess that series started long, long, it's like long ten ago. years ago, wasn't it? The Master Chief Collection. Is it that old? I have no I, idea. It might be. I don't know. It's um it's funny going through um I'm going back to Halo CE I we are only two levels off I think we're on the last two levels of that game but the amount of reused assets that right. they use to make to prolong the game well is, you didn't like running all the way to one end of a level and then running all the way back to your ship in just about every level that you do yeah that, so we're in we we're in a like a spire or something i can't remember the exact it's been a week since i played it but all it is is you go up the level so you go up three or four flights of stairs yep. and guess what you come down and then you have to go to the far end of the <laughs> of the corridor and then again to the other end of the corridor it, it is so it's amazing how we've <clears throat> come we've come so so much forward in games and how they don't have to necessarily keep reusing the same asset or the same square i was just getting ready to say we haven't come that far because fallen order you know literally you run to one end of the level and then you have to run all the way back to your right. ship on the other end of the level that's so. true that is true. that's like the only one that you don't have like some sort of fast travel or you know what i mean D yeah yeah I, funny enough yeah i do remember kind of moaning about yeah. that back in december that's just you know gamers being complainers because we can. Well, I think we games now uh, we we hold we hold them up so high, and there is there is a minimum standard now that we want. And uh, yeah, sometimes right. you guys don't cut it, do they? And then longer you delay games, the, the higher the expectation goes. So you know, and that's why Half Life Three will never be a real thing. <laughs> right. It's also, you know, what are the other ones people are waiting for that? hopefully will be it's that fable yeah fable 4 
Flame yeah. of Thought. Well, just think about cyberpunk. If cyberpunk is not popping, there's going to be a revolution, a revolt. But, oh, yeah. It's only been delayed once so far, so... True, but yeah, just but because I... of how well received The Witcher Three is, I yeah. think it's more already meant. That's true. We shall yes. see. We shall see. But yeah, Halo Five, it's great. Jump back into it. Yeah, as far as I remember, like I, I played a little bit of the campaign, but I remember everyone like loving Halo 5's multiplayer. Like that was the thing in that game. Like campaign was kind of like eh, but everyone loved multiplayer. So yeah, makes sense. It, it's, uh, and I think they've got daily logins for uh, rec packs as well at the moment. So every time you log in, you get a, a free rec pack, which I cannot remember what on earth they do. So I was going to say, at what point am I just logging into like 10 different games each day just to do like a daily and playing like 10 minutes just <laughs> to do that? Well, yeah. Out. <sighs> Every game. Every game. True. Um,. All right, uh, I'll talk about a game. I played some Dead by Daylight this past weekend, uh, which is my first time playing it. But if you're not familiar, that's the uh, – it's kind of like Friday the 13th. It's a 4v1 horror game. So, like, one person's the murderer of some sort, and then the other four people are just random characters. Um, and the object of the game is for – the four survivors, we'll call them, for them to start up four generator or five generators, I think, uh, and then escape. But that whole time, you have one person who is a one of the monsters, which there's a bunch of them, um, and they all have like different abilities and powers. But they're going around just trying to murder everyone. <laughs> um, it's super interesting. the The weird thing was is that we had a party of five. Um, so we obviously had the four survivors and the like bad guy all in the same party. So that kind of made the game a little more difficult. If we could do it again, um, I think we probably would have told whoever was the monster that they had to get out of the party just for like that round and then come back when the round ended because it kind of made communication limited, which is a super uh, huge advantage for the monster at that so point. Doesn't uh, Friday the 13th separate? even if you're in a party or do you have to go to game check? Cause I remember like it would only, when we were playing that before, you can only hear the killer if they were close to you or vice versa. The killer could only hear you talking if you were close to them. Um, I mean, if you, if you're in a party, I don't think that the, the actual game could alter how a party would work on the Xbox. I don't think. Uh, but if you're in like a game chat, uh, within the game that could definitely right. do something like that. Cause you know how you can be in a party on Xbox, but you can right. like, swap it the game to chat. game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's what we were doing, but maybe that's just the way you should play. You know what I mean? Play that game as everybody just switched to game chat. And then yeah, 100%. during the, um, when you're in the menus and preloading and everything, everybody's mics are hot. So you should be able to talk in here. Yeah. And I also didn't really play it. Um, online or like with randoms at all so i don't know really know how that works when you're not in a party probably mm -hmm. exactly how you're talking right um, about friday chat. the 13th right um but yeah so that kind of put a interesting dynamic on the game because as the four survivors you can't really broadcast what you're doing um <laughs> like hey meet me over in like the southwest corner let's work on this generator together um so a lot of times, like, there would be times where one of us would get killed. Because what happens is the guy, the killer will knock you, uh, and then he picks you up, and he, like, essentially just, like, hangs you up on a meat hook uh, where you would hang, like, cows and stuff. <laughs> yeah, let all the blood run out. 
oh, it's super gruesome. So you get hung up there, but then you have a chance uh, for other survivors to come and lift you off of it, and you get like a second wind. You're damaged. You're a little slower uh, and noisier because you're like you can't breathe and you're bleeding and what, but or whatnot. But there's a uh, med kits and that kind of stuff to kind of uh, repair yourself. Um, but one thing that happened a couple times is like I would get knocked, I'd get put up on a meat hook, and then I would be like, like maybe Shopa would come up to me or something, and he would start to try to get me down because it does take a little bit of time. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, why is no one coming to get me off this thing? Even though he's yeah right there getting eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you have to be like, man, this generator is taking forever. Like even if you're not at a generator, just because you're trying to throw that person off. So it's kind of a weird dynamic having everyone in the party together. Um, so I would suggest kicking everyone out, um, or not everyone, but the one, uh, killer. Um, and they have what, just about every horror movie villain as a character that you could play or download. Yeah. So it was like, um, Jason was even in there, which is kind of funny. Um, right, and then, Friday the 13th. yeah. And then the stranger things kit, like there's a bunch of DLC characters, so we didn't have access to uh, a lot of people, but I know the Stranger Things kids were put in it as uh, survivors. Um, Is it Demi yeah. Gorgon a, a bad guy you can be? I don't know, <laughs> but that would make a ton of sense. I saw yeah. the uh, the dude from Scream, like the Scream Ghost uh, Mask scream guy. Mask. Isn't yeah. that what his ghost name is? Just, isn't it just Scream Mask, or is it Ghostface? I thought it was Ghostface. Okay. I think that I would think make it's Ghostface. Yeah. Um, I love those movies. So that's kind of funny. But once, so once you're playing, it's obviously like a good, fun little party game. Uh, it holds it's it's very specific in the player count where it's five so right. uh, but a lot of times that works out when it's like well we could play a battle royale or something but we have a fifth person or like there's an odd man out so it's a good game when you have the plus one um, but one thing as we were playing we, we played a few rounds of it or whatever but it took us a round to realize that the you can put like modifiers on all of the survivors and the killer also has a bunch of modifiers. And when I say there's modifiers, like as a survivor, I think it was like five pages of like 10 perks. It was like 50 things that you had to click through and read. Uh, and then you could assign three of them, I think. And that was just for like the perks. There was also things you could bring with you like med packs and toolboxes uh, and tons of that stuff to also look for. So the amount of like customization as far as the character you bring in game with you is actually kind of absurd. <laughs> like I wasn't expecting that at all. I thought it was just going to be like a four V one thing and you have your objective, they have their objective. Uh, but like each one of the killers has different powers and then you can also add uh, on those different abilities. Like I had a dude with a bear trap so you could just set bear traps around the map. And then when someone gets caught, cool. they'd like start screaming and it would like light up part of the map. Um, I'm trying to think. Is this the game that had all the issues with licensing? That was Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th. So Friday the 13th, they had to uh, stop adding content to the game altogether. I think the servers are still up, uh, and you can still play it, but they can no longer actually add anything to the game. So it's kind of just, it is what it is at this point. So Uh who knows how long that'll be supported. But But it seems like they're supporting, what is it, Dead by Daylight still, right? Like you said, there's Stranger Things. And- yeah, I feel like the Stranger Things one was like a couple months ago, maybe like three months ago even. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot to this game. Um, I don't think I would probably hop in solo. Right, yeah, that um, makes sense. Unless you're just trying to make some friends because you <clears throat> definitely have to communicate with your three teammates. Um, 
but yeah i mean it can get intense even when you're in a party with the killer you're playing with people like waterloo who's this evil demon scarecrow thing but he's coming at you with like a russian accent in the party (laughs) and it's just (laughs) some of it's just the most ridiculous stuff ever but it's it's still pretty because um in game when the killer is close to you your heartbeat starts to go uh, like louder and you, it, I think it starts to vibrate your controller too so like it gets super intense when the killer's near you and then you're just full out sprinting just trying to get away from them so it's it's a fun little game and it's not like too I know it's a horror game in quotes but you're in a party with like your friends so it's not that scary or anything like that is it cross play or were you all um, uh, we were all on, on- Xbox uh, and it is in Game Pass. That was why. That was one of the reasons we picked it. It was just because everybody had access to it without having to pay for it. So, right. uh, worth a download if you think that would be interesting, or if you have, for whatever reason, you have five people. It's kind of that's that's what our weekend turned into. It's like, well, we need some games that hold more than four, uh, just so we can get more people in. Um, and uh, speaking of that, we can kind of. Which it's weird that you played this chocolate because. Yes. Moose and I also did this weekend. Um, but yeah, human, I thought this was weird. <laughs> yeah, Human Fall Flat was another one that we had downloaded where the player count, I think, is eight. Right. So, okay. um, what we do you got think seven of this in, one? Right? <laughs> we, we had seven in, yeah. Well, six in a troll. <laughs> Guess who the troll was? Hmm. It was Moose. It was so Spoilers. much fun. Just dragging people off cliffs. That's all I did pretty much the whole time. The, the game is absolutely bonkers and i was trying to before i came onto the podcast i was trying to think of how to explain the game and my only thought was it's a puzzle game but you're a claymation person and you're only the only way you can get through puzzles is by using your left and right arm by either dragging something pulling it pushing something onto a button to open a door which takes you to the next level and that's kind of the dumbed down version of the game yeah i mean i think you really it's like it's a party puzzler is what i would call it and And like if you were ever a little kid and bought those like you know little 50 cent gummy guys that you could throw against the wall and uh, then their hands would just kind of like walk (laughs) down the wall for you that's what these guys are. They basically are just like little balls of dough with sticky hands and their hands will stick to anything they touch until yes. you let go of it. And they're kind of just like little Pillsbury Doughboys. Like yeah. You want to you poke their bellies? Because yeah, when you exactly. don't put clothes on them, they're just these white little Pillsbury Doughboys. <laughs> Hang on. You can put clothes on them. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So that we, I like I said, that we had seven people. So it was kind of like if you right. just hop in there, you don't have name tags above you. So no one knows who they are. So we all had to put on, like, I was a, a penguin guy. And, like, Shopa was a DJ. And Dan Pod was a cop. Megan was mm-hmm. a pink ninja. And then Moose hopped awesome. into the party and was just a plain white default guy. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily we knew exactly who he was because everybody else had dressed up their little character guy. But when I, I jumped out to play with my wife, couch co-op, and I switched to uh, the skeleton costume. That, that's one thing that kind of stinks is that we figured out, because we had room for two more. Right. Because uh, we had six, and Moose was like, hey, you got room for two? So him and Meg were going to play. Um, and we were like, yeah, sure. But you can't split screen and play online with people. So right. that that's kind of a bummer. And literally, that, that would have been nice. Dude, the the best part about it is, I jumped off to play with her, and about fifteen or twenty minutes into the first puzzle, she's just like, "I'm tired. I'm gonna go to sleep now." <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like, okay. Well, There's no other way that fun. that was going to happen. Right. Like, yeah. That's just that's how it had to happen. That's the way we are. That's why I, I play 90% of my games standing up now. Because if I sit down or lay down and I'm, I'm not doing something actively, I fall Done. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I stand about two or three feet from my 55-inch TV and play games that way. I think that's the <laughs> optimal viewing point distance yeah at least i'm standing up you know so. you ever do squats while you're waiting no things? but i'm actually thinking about getting one of those bosa balls or whatever it is you know the half balls uh and yeah we just bought meg's mom one of those for christmas nice yeah i'm gonna get one of those and stand on it while i play games to just you know work on work my on core that balance yeah there you my, go. My, my, my balance my core and you know make a better moose that's what we used to do um <laughs> This was years ago, obviously, because I've gained like 50 pounds in the last <laughs> few years. But uh, we used to... Can that frame hold another 50 pounds? <laughs> well, it's, eventually I'll start rolling. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, if anything, it'll be easier to get around because I just kind of have to like tumble forward. And uh, yeah, we should Have be you okay. ever seen uh, my 400-pound secret or whatever those shows are on TLC? How do you keep 400 pounds a secret? <laughs> yeah, forklifts. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, okay, well, either way, uh, when we used to play Call of Duty, when it would come out every year, we would all do push-ups uh, in between <laughs> games depending on how many deaths we got. So it was like four or five of us in a party all the time, and if you did really well, you didn't have to do a lot of push-ups. If you sucked, you had to do a ton of push-ups, and then people would just come into the party just like... <gasps> it, was, it was great, and I wish I, would, I wish I would do that more just... Not even tell anyone. Just be like, oh, I got knocked in PUBG. I'll go do push-ups until we're done. But then when I come back into the party, it's pretty apparent that it sounds like I just ran seven flights of stairs. And uh, so I don't know how, how I'll work that out. But. Were these your uh, your shore days, your Jersey shore days? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Had to get, you know, get them arms built so you, for yeah. beating up that beat. Exactly, dude. You get it. Dude, I watch TV. I love TV. <laughs> Cab's here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, human fall flat. It's, uh, it's a ton of fun. Like I said, it supports eight people. So that's yeah. a, that's a decent amount. And when you, you're kind of just going, you get a starting point, you get an ending point, And then there's just puzzles the whole way, uh, that you have to figure out. But really like any more than what, four or five and people are just in each other's way. So then you just start pulling people away from their objectives. And yeah, like chocolate was saying, it's kind of the mechanics are, your left trigger is your left hand. And if you hold down left yes. trigger, wherever you're looking or touching, it'll just attach Ups. to that thing. And until yes. you let Sticks. go, you're stuck to it. And then your right hand is your right trigger. So you can do things like if people are trying to climb up a wall, you can jump up behind them, grab onto their head with your right hand, and it just like <laughs> yanks their head off. Exactly. <laughs> off, you just but... push them down and help yourself up. But yeah, there's definitely like an optimal number that's probably like four because right. then otherwise these puzzles don't take eight people to solve. So everybody else is just kind of like trying to jump over each other, like world war Z zombies, just trying to like get over walls and or stuff. drag people off walls or whatever. Or that, yeah. That's the thing. Moose hopped in and then his first thing was just like grabbing people from behind and then just trying to walk yeah. backwards, like off of ledges with people. <laughs> I didn't know how to do anything. And that's the first thing I learned how to do. And I was like, well, this is what I'm doing. This is my job. This is the game. This is my this job is now. <laughs> It's um the, the levels are quite short as well. I I, I don't think unless you're really bad at puzzles. Yeah, I, I, I did the first 30 one. Thirty seconds is well, probably max. Whoa, no I suck at this way game, there. 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I did the first one in about 15, 20 minutes because you have to pick up that beam and lock it into place and then jump up on it, hoist yourself on it. And every time I would jump up on it, the beam would flip over and knock me off. Or so, I will say once you get the controls down, it all feels a little easier yeah. because like, the controls are kind of wonky as far as like you have to look straight up in the air and put your hands up and then jump yeah. into walls to like pull yourself up. It's yeah, right, oh, yeah. right stick. Right thumb stick and left thumb stick basically move the motion of your hands as well as your view at the same time. So it's it's hard to get that down for sure. It's um it definitely something that is just clears your head even though you're trying to work out puzzles. I yeah. didn't find too stress. Oh, or... we laughed so much. Oh, the game I would say so my ridiculous. face hurt. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was having a hard time breathing and my face hurt. The only thing that I was kind of worried about or am kind of worried about at this point is, like, will that charm wear off? Like, I don't think it'll ever be as funny as it was that first couple hours where we hopped into that game initially. Like, (laughs) I don't know if it's like, hey, let's get eight people together so we can play some more Human Fall Flat. I don't think it's going to be as big of a hit the second time, I guess. But, I mean, we'll see. We had a ton of fun. So Yeah, I think it's along the lines of, you know, the ultimate chicken horse type games that it depends on who you're with, your crew, you know. How many drinks people have had. Yeah, just exactly. If you get a bunch of wild people and loose cannons in there, then it's definitely going to be a good time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, no complaints about that one. That one's also, that was another one that was in Game Pass, so everybody can download it. Um, And yeah, hit any of us up. Anyone ever wants to play it, definitely down to... uh, run a few levels in that game definitely a lot of fun yep i'll find where to die and pull you off (laughs) (laughs) perfect um all right moose do you have anything you wanted to add on it i know we talked about apex a little bit earlier uh, in the season pass but anything Um, exciting this week yeah something exciting but it's going to be gone by tuesday so um during this weekend you can play in king's canyon again so that's what? pretty sweet. Yeah. Only for a weekend? Yeah, it was for like four days. Yeah. Thursday oh, to Sunday or Thursday to Tuesday, something like that. I think they're getting people prepped yeah. to remember because it oh I can't remember what it drops in March, doesn't it? Kings Canyon. So I think it's a just a little refresher. Oh, so it, it is gonna be a second. I we covered that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, so I don't the, know if they're gonna have the option of the two. I'm not sure if they're gonna have the option or if they're just gonna switch it. No, to, they switch it out, so yeah. you lose. Oh, okay. um, so you lose. Oh God, the, the place road. we are now. Yeah, the one with yes. the hot and the cold. <laughs> yeah, so yes. that disappears. March. It's it's sometime in March, and then um, for the second half of the season, it'll be Kings Canyon. Um, well, King yeah. does King Tr- Canyon have the uh, train. It's like no. my favorite thing. No, no they the have the Kings airship have the, thing. That's it. Dropship. Yeah, Is dropship. Drop yeah, dropship. Doesn't but, yeah. this one have one? With, no, that like, one has the, the party over? yacht. The uh, Mirage uh, Voyage. Yeah, it's they the did a Voyage. Yeah, it. they did. They did a limited time event, and um, I think that's stuck. Or it's definitely still it's there. Awesome. Yeah, it's it, just it's full great. High tier loot. So oh, it's, it's real um, funny. Your first time dropping there, not knowing any of the stuff happened, and then lighting yeah. up a Mirage who isn't a real player. Because I definitely did that my first yeah. time. Or, I, up. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, they're everywhere. What or when somebody hits the party switch and all of a sudden it's just confetti and hurricane horns. And you're like, what <laughs> yeah. in the hell is going on right now? I, that's perfect. If you land there with another team quick, you flip that switch and then there's yeah. just chaos. And here's a little tip too. The uh, disco ball in the middle of the room is actually a um, one of those loot shields. So if you knock it yeah. down and explode it. Are and you it always, serious? Yeah. And it always has a key for the... Uh, 
the vault in it too dude that's oh. hilarious because i looked at that thing <laughs> yep. saw it was a little smaller and was like there's no way that's actually a thing and didn't even think to shoot at it <laughs> yeah walked right by it it's the only one on the map that's guaranteed to have a vault key in it huh. uh, well so i found something out a week or two ago mm-hmm. so there there are guaranteed certain areas or the certain balls that the vault keys have vault keys and it's something to do with if i think it's the thing on top that carries them mm-hmm. i don't think all of them are red okay. so if you see red on the the fly oh, i call them flyers they're not flyers but on the flyers right then i believe that has a, a, a vault key in it only if you shoot it down gold or any color it doesn't matter if it's okay. red it will have a it'll have a Sweet. Volky. Oh my god, I am not brain today at all. I am not brain. <laughs> I am not brain. Um, yes, so th- that's it. I believe that's what it is. Okay. I watched a couple of YouTube videos and they were that's what they were talking about. Because there's a there's an Easter egg in there. If you look in some of the vaults, in as soon as you go in, if you look up, there's like a, a square. Uh-huh. But it's um I can't explain it, but there's like a a ledge and in the ledge there's pictures of dogs or cats hmm. and there's something about if you shoot them they blow up but then that ties to an easter egg somewhere else on the map which is five different pictures of dogs or cats it's really weird huh I, have, you, um, have you seen the uh, the refrigerator glitch this week too no i missed i haven't seen that it's one. in the i don't know which city it is but you know how they have those kitchens Yep. Well, one of them you can get inside the refrigerator and you essentially just disappear. And people have been hiding in there. And I've watched so many videos of people just setting up caustic ma- gas tanks and stuff like that and just <laughs> destroying everybody <laughs> hiding inside the refrigerator. That's so awesome. Awesome. So a good, good way to deal with that. Yeah. A lot of people use them as like uh, storage bins as well. They'll go pick up a bunch of ammo and then go throw it in the refrigerator and then go back to it and hide in there. When they need it. Yeah, right. that's smart. Awesome. Awesome. That um, that kind of reminds me of I've been watching a little bit of Fortnite for some god no reason. New season, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say there's reasons. And, yeah, and they've got um, things like the uh, oh, you potties. You just gonna spoil the, the whole new section for me, bear? No, no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna. Kidding. I didn't see that you had Fortnite season two. Sugar, sorry. No, you're good, bud. I'll just mention the refrigerator part then. Um, yeah, so porta potties, and you can hide in the porta potties. It's yep. brilliant. And phone oh my booths. god, yes, sir. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Now I won't say any more. Okay, no more spoilers. Yeah, I'll try not to. I mean, I've got to spoil something once a show. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, do we have any other games anybody wanted to touch on? Nope, nothing not to play all. right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm going back to to weird Game Pass games that I missed and. Never got a chance to play. That's also because Meg just got in, back into playing games too. So you're she trying sure to did. find some things that you know she can level max at. <laughs> she just needs a goal. Right. She's and pirate legend, which is quite a goal there. Way too many hours. Is yeah. What that is. <laughs> um, all right, cool. We can uh, move on from that then. Um, I do want to touch on Game Pass Roulette. Um, we're playing Fishing Sim World Pro Tour at the moment, uh, and we told you guys that we were going to have a fishing tournament here for the last week of Game Pass. Um, so, Moose, do you want to tell the people a little bit about that, wh- where we're fishing, uh, yep. I guess is really it? <laughs> but yeah, because it's going to be, it's, we're going to call it the Cross Atlantic Gaming Open. 
So anything goes, any type, any species out of Miller Lake. And so, I think there's like, there's a ton. There's like eight or nine different species in there. And as of right now, I'm going to post this picture in uh, Game Pass Roulette. But I have caught a, I want to say it was a 14-pound Muskegee. Yeah, I think it was 14 pounds. So all you're trying to do here, folks, is get the heaviest fish that you can pull out of Miller Lake, which is the, is that the first big lake you come up to? Yeah. And just okay. go to a, just basically go to a open fishing and pick Miller Lake. And then um, I think we should do it. Just everybody has the default tackle boxes. So yep. there's okay, three yeah, default tackle boxes. You can use anything in there at your exposure for this lake. Um, I suggest watching some tips or the tutorials. It'll no. help you out as far as the locations. No. Now they're yeah. going to beat us. <laughs> no way. I was, was going to say, aren't we um, staying to a static location? I thought we were just going to fish off the off the dock. Anywhere no, in the lake, Bear. We have one lake. You can go wherever you want. Yep. So you're going to have to learn how to row your rowboat. It's really easy. Right, th- or right trigger is go. Yeah, it's just the map up the top I didn't understand. Well, you better learn or you're going to lose. So, yeah, just pull up your map, look at where you want to go, and then just, you know, you kind of remember where you're at from where the uh, boat dock is and go towards the general direction of where you're at and then check back your map. It's, you know, it's not the best way of doing it, but that's what I've figured out so far. And then uh, so that it needs to post a picture on in Discord. Yeah, and Dis- or- in the Game Pass Roulette page. Or tweet us it. Right. Tag us in your your massive fish. Oh, yeah. that sounds wrong. Nope, it's just uh, a fish. No, I want to see your whopper. Show me your whoppers. Show I will DM you that straight away. Let and me no, see. No fish tails. We gotta have photo proof. So make sure you take a screenshot or it's not gonna count. There you go. So Dude. uh What's our prize, sure. boys? I was just gonna say, what are we uh what are we putting I'm up? I'm gonna say ten bucks, twenty five bucks. 25 bucks i think that's yeah 25 bucks we'll pull from somewhere we'll find the money i'll hit up family if i need to we'll we'll get this done (laughs) i'll get my mom to wire me some money all right i was gonna say you've got a hot bet haven't you (laughs) we have what yeah why don't we take it out of your your gambling (laughs) your gambling proceeds (laughs) i made that money disappear huh yeah you did that was a magic (laughs) trick now you see it now you don't you want to watch me make $200 disappear oops (laughs) fastest Super Bowl I've ever lost like all my bets were done in the first like half of the Super Bowl (laughs) it's like so fun no reason to watch this I love games (laughs) Uh, so yeah um, those are you got Miller Lake standard tackle box um, anywhere on the lake post a picture in Game Pass take us on Twitter uh, winner with the heaviest fish, uh, not including the three of us, obviously, uh, will win a $25 gift card to wherever you Wait want. Wait a second. So they, I think they got to beat us. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, that's don't fair. You think? I think they got to beat us to win. If not, it goes back in the pot. And then, oh, for, <laughs> for What is this, a snowflake podcast? Everybody gets a trophy? <laughs> so they've got to go 14 pounds or bigger. That's right, brother. If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. I, I, do you know what? I'll take that. I guess my thing was I just didn't want to have to award you with $25 next episode was my thought. No, but, we don't win. It just yeah. goes back into our, you know, back into the, the next 
tournament winnings. I was winnings. gonna say yeah. we could do a rollover. Yep. Yep. So if oh, like beats a skin. Us, we'll roll it. We'll roll it yeah, into next boy. month's tournament. Yeah, we could start making it the cag skins. <laughs> One of us it. wins it, keeps going into the pot until we get beat. God, we started far too high then. Yeah, we did. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, but but four months from now, when somebody's winning a hundred bucks for winning a Rocket League tournament, Hell yeah. uh, they're going to be happy because it's going to be me. So <laughs> No, you can't win. Oh, crap. I literally just went over this. Yes. I'm the worst. Okay, well, there you go, guys. That's uh, what we're doing in Game Pass Roulette. Uh, the game might be a little boring, but hopefully that little prize will right. spice this up for you. So. Kind of like when we had that competition in Supermarket Shriek. That game was so stupid, but we all got so competitive about it. Because oh, people were brilliant. posting pictures. And... All right. All right, let's do this thing. I know what I'm doing after the podcast. So, fish on, boys. Fish on. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's uh, get into some news. All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? Well, I don't know if you heard about it, but this thing called the coronavirus is a thing. It might be affecting me uh, sooner than I thought it would. It's affecting everyone, whether you like it or not. So uh, um, the official name of it is COVID-19, and it is causing cancellations among trade shows shows worldwide. And that that does include the gaming trade shows. So uh, unfortunately, all three of these companies made a statement um, that says uh, that their employee safety and prevention of further infection of the disease is the reasons they're pulling out of these trade shows. So uh, Sony will not be at PAX East or GDC 2020. Well, I didn't want to play The Last of Us next weekend anyways, so whatever. So Facebook will also not be at GDC. I guess they um, usually do a big Oculus presentation there. Now they will just have digital announcements this year during GDC. And also uh, Final Fantasy XIV, the Square Enix team from Japan will not be traveling over to Boston for uh, um, <clears throat> PAX East as well. So uh, that you know, all those people have to come from the Far East, and I don't think it's a terrible idea that you try not to travel if you're <laughs> over there right now. No. So, <laughs> do you think it's a terrible idea for me to still go to PAX East next week? <laughs> nah, bro, you'll be fine. Okay, cool. I'm just going to wear a gas mask. They have, like, one confirmed case in Boston, I think, so you'll be fine. Well, hopefully that one dude doesn't show up here because just, that shit will spread like wildfire. Yeah, just I get you uh, some... Hand some, sanitizer, isn't it? Hand I would sanitizer. Use, I would do soap and water because... I'm going to do hand sanitizer in my mouth, on my face, oh, and my eyeballs. Jesus. Nothing's getting in here. But not all bacteria is bad bacteria. That's, you know, that's what I'm saying. Soap and water is the key. Wash your hands all the time. Don't touch your face. Deal. I'm just not going to touch anyone. Just That's touch, impossible there. Just touch Lou's face. That's. <laughs> we're just going to be coughing in each other's faces the whole weekend. <laughs> so gross. That's uh, disgusting. Yeah, that sucks, though, because, uh, like, the last few years when I go there, I don't really focus AAA um, right. that often. It's it's more of an indie thing for me just because it's, uh, it's easier. I can see... 20 games in a day rather than like three uh but knowing that the last of us 2 demo and this is going to be the first place it was going to be playable i was like that's amazing like i'm definitely going to do that um and i'll wait in line for like a couple hours to do this and now i guess i'm not going to do this so <laughs> all right but yeah i don't know these stories come out and they definitely do kind of 
worry me a little bit because if you've right. ever been to a convention like this like i'm sure chocolate can attest to with xo19 it's kind of you're just like shoulder to shoulder fest. with people like coughing into their like elbows <laughs> and it's just it's not great you're in close proximity of everyone if anyone has that stupid yeah. thing we're all gonna get it yeah going so xo19 wasn't too bad crowd wise i think the only time you had that kind of claustrophobic um shoulder to shoulder was queuing for for a game and were you the big you know the game that everyone wanted to play lucky enough i i wasn't too bad i was safe i did feel a bit ill a couple of days later though that's i think hmm. like just in general people always come yeah. home from those conventions like sick with like a, even just a cold or it's something just like just a cause... hangover from mass people it's just a giant yes. petri dish. Yep. That's all those giant conventions are. So I'm definitely excited, and I'll let everyone know uh, if I'm alive. Well, I guess you'll know if I'm on the podcast next weekend. Well, true. I was going to say you're going to uh, Instagram some of the. Uh... Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I did that last year, and I'll probably do it again. Um, just tune in to CAG Podcast on Instagram. Um, I'll be taking lots of pictures uh, of all the games I'm playing this weekend. So sh- should be a lot of fun. Yes, sir. So, uh, got some new uh, Switch news. There's a new Switch light color as of last week. Um, Coral joins the already vibrant family of Switch colors for the mobile-only handheld. Uh, the color choice is on trend as Living Color, or Living Coral, I'm sorry, was the Pantone color of 2019. So, that that pink Miami color, you know. These are just loves. like pastels. Yes, I exactly. I was going to say, Easter they are hitting colors. that pastel color set aren't they i like it i love yeah. those colors i love pastels i mean works for me you know mm-hmm. as long as it plays the games that's all i care about so i was saying i'm gonna throw a case on it anyways so well uh, i guess that doesn't really cover that much of it if i did have one right so yep that's what we got for uh switch news up next um a little bit of chocolate spoiler from earlier fortnite <laughs> 2 chapter 2 it's dubbed top secret um, the, the season is currently active as of last week. Uh, there's a new battle pass. It could potentially unlock Deadpool. I don't think they've shown the end of the battle pass yet, right? I think that got data mined that Deadpool oh, is the tier 100 skin. Okay. Yeah. So I can tell you some more. There's a secret <clears throat> battle pass inside the game. Oh, yeah, so there are Deadpool you... challenges. Yes. Yeah, right. so battle inside... pass inside of a battle pass? Yeah. Uh, something do- yeah. Battle so pass exception. You... If you go into the the hub where the t- where the um, I think there's a table. There's the like new a, lobby. A, yeah. Yeah. There's a vent, and in the vent you need to click on the vent, which you go into a Deadpool uh, hideout house. Mm-hmm. Well, not house. Yeah, hideout's the best explanation. And there's some clickable things within the 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 area, and there was something about I'm I'm sure it said weekly. Right. Weekly challenge. So there's weekly challenges within that area. So if you don't know about it, YouTube it, get, click on the air vent in the lobby. All the Deadpool stuff is in there. So yes. Yep. And then also, um, this is the first time you have to pick a side. So you got to pick your agency, Ghost or Shadow, and then you'll complete challenges to unlock special loot. Uh, challenges include defeating new henchmen and new NPC bosses. So um, they have 
agency locations. There's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five locations, and each one will have an NPC boss, and if you kill that NPC boss, you can get their gold-tiered weapon. Um, and then there's also weekly and daily challenges that include each, each of these um, agency locations as well. So is that like a, on every match that's yeah, going to happen? He'll be there I every match? I believe so, yep. So it's, it's kind of like the PvPVE type deal. Right, right so that's just a, it'll be a good point of interest then for people exactly. to go land near or by to try yeah. to take them out. Or like in Tarkov or Vigor. I, yeah, I don't know exactly. about Vigor, but Tarkov, Vigor, they have those. Tarkov. Yeah, but they have those location boss fights. It's the same type of deal. That's cool. That's it, That's interesting. I always wonder how far they can stray from their, like, original formula because i know when they did like the mechs people hated that yeah um, so yeah when it, they brought in the the robots yeah i always think it's kind of a weird because once you do it you're kind of locked in for a whole entire season with right. this kind of thing i would assume well so, not epic though they change things every week do, do they as far as taking out like big core mechanics like they didn't remove mechs even though everyone hated them yeah i don't think so because they so, had planes in there for a long time too and everybody hated that i think yeah, so it's kind of, I don't know, I guess it depends on if you, but if you like base your whole concept of that season around that one thing and then everyone hates that one thing, it's like, oh no, what do we do? Right. Uh, so, I mean, hopefully people like this. A- anything that makes a hot drop happen uh, and just brings confrontation front and center at a specific location, I, I'm all about that stuff. Like, I love how Apex has the hot loot or whatever right. it's called, high yeah. loot areas like and they have a beam of yeah. light that just shines up in the sky and says land here oh. yeah and it's kind of it's like the in traditional brs like um like PUBG, for example mm-hmm. you, you know that if you land in the biggest city you're going to get in a gunfight but you're going to come out with the best loot possible so it's right. just kind of that that same idea except for it, it moves around uh which is which is cool yeah. so yep have you seen any of the streams of uh season two i haven't watched two? it at all nah so I don't know how new this mechanic it or what they've done to the game. So as you're playing, as you're unlocking um, bits of the battle pass, save for me for Apex, nothing would be um, popping up on on screen to say you've unlocked. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I have seen so, that there. Yeah, so Fortnite now um, with challenges with battle passes, etc., it pops up on the screen. Right. At the middle, and like at the top you, middle of your screen, it has like a big star or a crest or something yeah, that says you have yeah, completed you've com- X or Y or, you know, you've you've killed 50 henchmen or you've right. used the battle rifle and fired 2,000 bullets. Um, and I love it. I think, I thought at first it'd be super intrusive in terms of if you had a fight, would it still pop up and block what you someone you're fighting against? Sure. Precisely. Um, however, looking at it, I do like the way they're, I don't know, it possibly kid-friendly, but they're pushing that, oh, look, you've done that part of your battle pass or that challenge that you were trying to do. It's, it's, it's also, it's just a good quality of life thing. Like, because all these battle passes yeah. have things, like in PUBG, it'll be like, get five sniper rifle kills. Right. And if you don't want to use sniper rifles, you don't want to get like 14 kills and not know that you could have stopped using a gun you didn't like like 10 kills yeah. ago so it would be right. nice if it just popped up on screen like hey you can stop using that gun or stop throwing grenades or whatever 
so yeah, that's that's a a decent quality quality of life change, I think for sure. Yeah, so so good. I hope other games do implement. Yeah. I mean they they're all stealing ideas off each other. Well, it'd be we'll, nice we'll talk about for sure because <laughs> I have some memory issues right now, and like I'll have tasks and I'll look at them, and then I'll load into the game, and like two minutes have gone by, and then I'm like, oh crap, what was the location I was supposed to drop at? And I look at the yeah. map, and nothing is ringing a bell, and I'm like, ugh, guess I'll <laughs> guess do it I'm next time. This, yeah, next match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm like you, I lose it all the time. I've got no idea. But So it'd be nice if you could just have like a small, even translucent window that you could, you know, toggle on or off that just has your challenges off to the right. Well, that's yeah. what, like in things like um, Destiny, for example, you can tag specific right. tasks. And yep. then if you hit select, they just kind of pop up on the side. So you yeah. can, if you have 13 tasks or whatever you can just tag the ones that you actually want to pop up or the ones you're working on uh and then you have quick access to them so that's some a system like that for all these games i think would be pretty awesome so yep uh, a couple other things like chocolate mentioned before they have outhouses and also now phone booths that you can hide in um let's see there's a new lobby with a bunch of different access options one being the uh, the secret deadpool hideout that chocolate mentioned um, there's a bunch of new weapons released. You can check out a list of those. And it seems like they rotate in and out weapons. Like they, they, they added the gun, the, what is it? The drum gun back and took away some sort of rocket launcher. And it seems like they just kind of cycle in and out their weapons. That's, I, you see that a lot in other games when they need to work on the um, meta basically. Yeah. If they have to nerf or buff something, they'll just right. take it out for a month or whatever while they work on it and then cycle it back in. And it kind of becomes a fun, or that's like, uh, just keep bringing destiny up, but, uh, with their multiplayer maps each season, they take a couple out that they need to rebalance and kind of rework some things. And then they'll put them in the following season. They kind of rotate things in and out when they have to work on them. Um, right. It freshens it up, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah that too. So then yeah, maps that are gone for it... like a month when they come back, you're like, Oh cool. This map's back. So. And also, it doesn't make it to where everybody's doing the same exact thing, you know. As i.e., you know, right. Destiny's multiplayer sometimes gets to where everybody's using the same weapons, and it's just you know, it's all the same, and it's not. Yeah, because if you're not using X weapon, you're at <laughs> right. a disadvantage right off the bat. Exactly. So, and then uh, one last thing, something new for Fortnite is you have a new customizable Maya skin. So there's different challenges that you can do to unlock different pieces of. Um, uh, you know clothing from scarves to shirts to pants to shoes and that basically makes it to where you can have your own skin that's customizable to you the way that you want it so that's the first time they've ever done anything like that and other than that um it looks like they're doing a ton of things to keep people involved so they're still making billions seems to be working <laughs> right is this uh is this anything that'll get either of you into this or no i am just so not good at building, building right <laughs> It sucks when that one core mechanic stops us from playing this game. Ladonian's fairly efficient at building, so if he wants to play this game, I may jump in with him. But he's got some like aces that he plays with, so I don't know if he's got time for a lowly moose. Uh, Well, he carried me to a victory once, so um, if he'll take me on, he'll definitely take you. Yeah, and I, I think I have like three victory royales in my whole gaming career. And one of them, I made the final kill, and I literally hid in a cave where nobody could build, <laughs> <laughs> and waited for um, somebody to jump down there and shot him. So I have I have one win in Fortnite, <laughs> and I played that game a decent amount when it first came out, but I just could not could not build. Yeah, if you, right. if you can't build, 
No. And it's like, I I don't know. I, I've never found a Battle Royale where I couldn't get at least a win at, at some time. Like, one a day feels like that should just be possible at a bare minimum. And right. then this one was like once in like three months. And that's probably another reason I don't want to play that game. It's just because I can't win ever. <sighs> that's kind of my goal in Apex every day is if I get a win, it was a decent day. If not, I go to bed a sad moose. There you go. We don't want that. Well, it happens. You know, just wake up the next day and try again. Boom. So that's about it for Fortnite. But I got another game you might want to talk about here, Risky. What is it? What is it? Um, sea of Thieves. Oh, do I want to talk about that? Um, I'll, I'll let you talk about PUBG after we talk about Sea of Thieves. Okay, deal. But so there's a new uh, content update for this month. It's called The Cruise of Rage. Have you guys heard about any of this yet? Nope. Sweet. A little bit. So Captain Flameheart is back. I don't know if you played any of that content, Rishki. Yeah, he's the he's the big big baddie. Yeah, and he's returned and taken over the Molten Fortress, and he's brought the Chest of Rage along with him. So like um, the Chest of a Thousand Grogs and the Chest of, is it a Thousand Sorrows or Drunk? What is the? Yeah, the, I just call him the Drunk Chest and the Crying Chest. <laughs> yeah, well now there's a Fire Chest. Okay, does it and, light me on fire? Well, you see, it gets hotter and hotter and madder and madder. And if you don't throw water on it to cool it off, then it will explode and basically like a almost like a nuclear explosion <laughs> light on light everything on fire that's in its path. I will say that these are like the worst types of chests in this game. Like with right? the stupid chest of sorrows, whenever it starts to cry, somebody has to like go hang out in the ladder on the side yeah. of the boat with the stupid chest till it stops crying. This seems well, like it's gonna be the same thing, except for yeah. you have to spray you're gonna have a bucket boy, basically that <sighs> just runs back and forth and puts buckets of water on it. Right. But it, it can also be used as a weapon. So you can go put it on somebody else's boat, and you can accelerate its anger by you know agitating it, shooting it, hitting it, whatever, and you know set it off on somebody else's boat. As a, <laughs> and it will also damage um, skeletons as long as they're not the ashen skeletons. Okay, cool. So I guess the new ashen skeletons are going to be impervious to fire damage. Yeah, so it's nice because they added fire in uh, just as a core mechanic a couple updates ago, or maybe mm-hmm. even last update. I haven't played in a while. Uh, so I guess that this was kind of expected to have right. a whole update based around fire, fire things. Because I think yeah. the Molten the molten Sands Fortress, I'm assuming, is in the Devil's Roar, which is yeah. like the fire part of the map. That's another thing that you may not be super happy about, is that is going to be the only Skull Fort open. Oh, my God. Is that yeah. a real thing? Yep. Oh, I'll skip this whole update. <laughs> that's that's awful. Yeah. I hate I hate it over there. <laughs> yeah, so they locked the every, every one of the forts down other than that one, and it's going to be the only active skull fort. Well, if you ever wanted to do some PvP in Sea of Thieves, no doubt, everybody's right? going to have to be there. So, And all the flame chests are going to be there. And so uh, you can go to Duke in the bar, and you can start the Chest of Rage bounties, and you get top tier currency i think it's going to be like doubloons yeah and uh other exclusive loot for doing these bounties and there's all sorts of new cosmetics and stuff unlocked with this new update so go spend your gold do it and that's about it for sea of thieves and now you can tell me about pubg um yeah so pubg has an update coming uh update 6.2 this is going to bring uh team deathmatch which sounds weird because this is 
PUBG, which is like the first big battle royale. Uh, and now they're going to bring team deathmatch in. So this is an 8v8 mode uh, with set weapon classes that you get at the beginning of the game. It's They're all in like small arenas, which are just smaller sections of the bigger maps. Um, and when you get killed, you're going to respawn near your teammates. Um, they're not going to have like... Like Battlefield kind of? Yeah, exactly. Um, they're going to put you, I think, on the teammate that's furthest away from combat. Gotcha. Um, but from the videos I watched, the the actual like maps seem like they're relatively small. So that could get interesting to see how the spawns hold up and if you're getting spawn camped or anything like that. Um, that's just team deathmatch. That's cool. I guess I think it's a cool addition just for people that want to get better at the actual shooting mechanics. Um, yeah. Especially for like. So you don't have to sit around and wait to come back like I do all the time. <laughs> well yeah that and just like if you're not good at close quarter combat in PUBG, which is definitely like my weakest part is if somebody comes around mm-hmm. a corner uh chances are they're gonna light me up because i just i can't Freak handle out. close quarter combat in that game yeah. at all so having a mode like this where i can just go in i know i'm gonna be having constant gunfights just to like learn different weapons learn how they fire um, just get, get your aim down a little bit before you hop into game or like people who are hopping into PUBG for the first time, this might not be a bad place to just start in general to be like, okay, this is how shooting yeah. feels in this game. This is how the hit, hit boxes work. This is right. Cause uh, I don't, I don't understand why, but shooting in PUBG is different than any other shooter that you play. And I think that's because it's probably more realistic than most as far yeah. as the bullet physics go, where you have to actually, if you're, 300 meters or yards away from somebody and you try to hit them with a sniper rifle you're gonna have to fire three feet in front of them um although i think battlefield to be fair has always had that type of uh what do i want to call it ballistics yeah Um, so uh, i don't know it's interesting i think it's a good addition uh either way though because it's an option and nothing wrong with having more options right especially Um, when that game was what a shell to start with it was literally just one battle royale with one map yeah and now they're they have so many maps that are taking maps out and stuff so yeah um they're also enabling crossplay lobbies the game has had crossplay for a little bit if you've played on if you played in the recent months if you're playing on xbox um you might notice that when you kill somebody or you get killed by somebody they'll have an actual xbox logo next to them um and then you can also be getting killed by PC players or PlayStation players. Um, but one thing you couldn't do with crossplay was join up in a lobby with your friends that were on a different system, if that makes sense. So it would be like an Xbox lobby right. like party playing against maybe a PS4 lobby and a PC lobby. Uh, now you can have three friends on three different systems and you guys can all actually play together. Yeah, it's like cross-party play. Right. So... Obviously, uh, an awesome change. That's live in the test server right now. This whole patch uh, is coming out March 3rd. So that's in a couple weeks. It was supposed to come out this uh, Tuesday when the podcast drops, I'm pretty sure. Uh, But it's getting delayed because one thing that's nice about PUBG is they do have the public test server, which they can people can go in, test stuff out before they actually put it in the live version. So, And all this stuff is live in the test server right now, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Team Deathmatch is there. Um, the crossplay stuff. They did a loot balance, which I don't really need to talk about, but there's going to be more meds and less long-range weapons on the newest map, Karakin. So that's something. There's a ton okay. of changes um, that you can check in their patch notes. 
figured I didn't really need to get into the nitty gritty about all that kind of stuff. Um, what else? Uh, the parachute follow. If you're familiar with Apex, like everyone is, they have they're now going to have like uh, follow the leader kind of thing when you're parachuting, which I think will be super helpful. The chocolate drop. <laughs> chocolate uh, can play PUBG again. Yay! So yeah, it's definitely like. <laughs> I'm comfortable for the most part in Apex parachuting. I'm comfortable in Blackout. It's um, weird in PUBG. It's weird in PUBG because again, I think it's just yeah, you got to use your body so you like need a to wing to actually know how to work a parachute, yeah. and that's you, tough. Yeah, or even skydiving, you got to use your body like a wing, or you drop like a rock. Exactly. So uh, it, it's completely optional. Um, you everybody in your uh, opening lobby has to. Uh, select to do it and then one person gets to select to be like the leader or whatever the drop the drop master i'll say (laughs) um it's a good addition not only for people who can't parachute in that game but also i would do it no matter what because the three other people can just be looking around to see who's dropping where near you and that kind of stuff so right yeah, that would be a lot more useful having one person on lookout while the other person's taking in the safety yeah, t- exactly. Frust- frustrates me in Apex when no one's looking around and I'm the one who's trying to lead us to wherever we're going. It's like, <laughs> is anyone dropping with us? And everyone's silent. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sounds great, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Um, ah, hot drop. <laughs> the, the last uh, big thing that I think is worth talking about um, is that they're merging every map in the game into one playlist now. Um, so you can no longer like just choose Karakin. Uh, if you click, it's just going to be one playlist. You click it, and then you'll get Erangel, Karakin, uh, Miramar, Sandhawk. Snow map. Yeah. And there, mi- there might be one more. Or no, they took out Vikendi. That was like the winter map. That one's out right oh, okay. now. So I think it's just those four. But I'm not sure if this says something about the player base. Like if there's not enough people in the other modes, so they kind of need to just throw everybody into one hopper uh, and then spit people out where they need to go. I'm I don't know. It's just kind of a hunch. Um, I also don't know if Karakin was just on its own because it had just come out and this might just happen in PUBG normally. Like when Vikendi came out, it might have just been by itself. Um, sure. And I wasn't playing then, so I'm not positive. But yeah, so you can no longer pick what maps you want to play. Um, it's all just one Random. playlist, and you have to get good at all the maps now. So, isn't that how it was when they first introduced multiple maps? It was just kind of uh, luck of the draw, which map you got. It was yeah. So like when Miramar first came out, it was like you're either going to get the grassland or you're going to get the desert. But it seemed right. like the desert landed every time, every almost. single time, and people yeah. liked Erangel more. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, uh, let us choose, please. Well, back to not choosing. Back to not choosing. So, uh, <laughs> I think it's good though. I've just been playing Karakin, so it'll be nice to go back to some of those other maps, I guess, until I realize how little loot there is on all the other maps that aren't Karakin. Yeah, because there's that place is so much loaded. space. So, uh, yeah, uh, cool changes. Team Deathmatch, I think, is awesome. The uh, parachute follow thing is fantastic. That's another example of people copying people. Um, and I think that's how these games get better. Obviously, right. Apex came out and had a lot of good ideas. Now there's yep. pinging in PUBG. There's group follow or parachute follow. And, um, yeah, these are just staples that I think should be in all Battle Royale games that from, like, here on out or even old ones they should it should all be implemented in because it's a lot of smart changes. So, yeah, that's PUBG. Go out and play it. Awesome. It's, in a, it's in a good state right now, in my opinion. 
So Sweet. Thanks for the info, dude. Yeah, buddy. Uh, just real quick, I had one more Apex story that I remembered when Chocolate was saying about non-helpful teammates. Uh, last night, I had two of the nicest gaming randos in the world. So I got the, the key card from the uh, disco ball off the ship. And so they waited for me at the door of the vault, didn't open anything. I went in and grabbed some stuff. They went in, and then they told me to come here and gave me all their gold loot that they got out of the vault. That doesn't happen in video games. Never, ever. And then I promptly died. Are you sure those weren't robots? <laughs> yeah, right? They just weren't real people. They're just programmed to do nice things. Literally, they'd just be like, come here, and then they'd throw a gold shield on the ground. And just like, okay. And you're right. like, no. Like, I'm not the one you want to waste the shield. <laughs> yeah, don't Take waste it this back, stuff please. on me. But I think we ended up like second or third in that game. So didn't get That's a win awesome. yesterday. It's, it's always nice when you get, like, just not a quick tangent, but with Destiny, when you play comp, like I'll play mm. comp a decent amount, and like mid-match or sometimes the end of matches, I'll just see that I got a message sent to me, and it'll be somebody that I'm playing against, and it's always like, yeah, can't wait to see what garbage this person has to say. It's usually like, your trash or sell your Xbox is my go-to. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, <laughs> but the other day it was crimson doubles is going on. So it's a two V two mode. Well, mm-hmm. it was going on. Um, and the best way to win those matches is to grab heavy and then you just hold down the heavy area. So I had a machine gun that kills people in like three oh, bullets. Yeah. It's super overpowered. Uh, and I just, me and Shopa sat on it. Cause like y- you don't lose games if you get to heavy first, mm-hmm. uh, in those modes. So I got a message right after the game. And I was like, well, I know what this is about. It was about me using that hammerhead for the whole entire match and just killing everyone. Um, but this kid sent me a message. It said, GG is the hammerhead, like the new Thunderlord, which is an old LMG in the game. And I, like, I had a whole, like we went back and forth, 10 times talking because it was like he had just come back into the game and it was just it was nice it was a nice change from all the garbage that you usually get from like random messages from people online because it's usually all just like hate yeah (laughs) when you destroy somebody and you just get a message that says reported it's like yeah wow that's salty well (laughs) good luck with that i don't see how this goes i usually take those as a compliment where it's like you're trash, but I know I went like had like a 3.0 KD and like 30 kills. Yeah, it's like, am I? I don't know. But thank you though. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to tell me that you're upset that I beat you. So. They hate you because they ain't you. Boom. So, all right, back to the news. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, we got some new games on XCloud. Chocolate. Wait, not chocolate. Everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but none chocolate's of got like one game on these, XCloud, right? These, these are Android only, I believe, aren't they? Yeah, well, <laughs> at, the mo- so. at the moment I'm still running terrible Master Chief collection. It doesn't that even does run, run well at all oh, on no. my internet. Sorry, there. I know. Wow, wow. So, uh, for all us Android users that are in the program, Journey to the Savage Planet, which has a Tyrannosaurus Rex edition or something going on right now, um, a Plague's Tale Innocence, City Skylines, and Age of or no Age of Wonder Planetfall is the one that has the That's uh, the T-Rex Tyrant- thing. Yeah. And yeah. Savage uh, Journey to the Savage Planet is like a brand new game that just came out like last month, right? Yeah, it looks a lot like uh, No Man's Sky, kind of. Yeah, and then uh, the last one is Mud Runner. So that oh, game has a big Mud yeah. That game's got a big cult following. I always see like people streaming it, and they have like hundreds of viewers. I, I think that's kind of it. like it's like the weird farm simulator. Infatu- and, exactly, dude. Yeah. Literally the same exact thing. Or, uh, people are infatuated it? with it for some reason. And eighteen wheel simulator, out. like those where they just drive a big rig around the United States. Yeah, don't understand it. Um, <laughs> I will say, out of those games that you said, um, 
Planetfall seems like it would be good. Same thing with City Skylines. Anything that's not like super movement heavy and like action oriented or but perfect. Like I think I started... those are kind of text heavy, right? So it's gonna be hard to read all that stuff. Um, yeah, I guess that's I guess that's true. Because um, I started playing, well, continued playing a little bit of Mutant Year Zero. And if you're not mm-hmm. familiar, that's kind of like an XCOM game. Uh, I've been picking that up though because it's the perfect like turn based tactical yeah. game, and it it plays real well on xcloud um but yeah i guess you're definitely right the text is pretty small yeah i wonder if they're gonna have to like come up with some sort of patch for all these games in xcloud just to enlarge the text or if that's something microsoft would do or if that would be something that developers would have to implement individually in each game yeah that was like i picked up darkest dungeon on the switch and like the text for that was small when you were playing on like a 50 inch television so when it was on Switch, it was like, I need a magnifying glass to play my Switch now. Great. Just guess and push buttons. It works well in that game, right? No, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, got one more story left, and it's a, it's a doozy. This one came up yesterday. So, Activision has sus- subpoenaed Reddit in court over leaks for Modern Warfare. Um, so... If- Essentially, they filed a subpoena against Reddit to reveal the identity of the user leaking all the Warzone info for the last couple months um, under the new Digital Millennium Copyright Act. And the basically, the DMCA subpoena allows a company to notify another company that copyright-protected materials have been posted in some form on their own service, ostensibly compelling to that company to respond and take down infringing material. The DMCA protects companies like Reddit, YouTube, and other internet-based companies from legal damages if a user posts another company's content on their site, so long as they agree to comply with the subpoena. So they're, wait, they're making a judge basically say, give us this guy's info because he's costing us money by leaking all this information. I don't know how it's costing them money, though, is it? I, had, I don't think it could actually be costing them money. It's just this whole thing... It's just a proprietary information that they're stealing at this point. Well, what happened initially for this whole, because this whole thing's about the war zone, like the battle royale mode that's right. supposed to be coming in modern warfare. And what happened is that people at the end of matches were getting kicked into lobbies right. with the training mode for the battle royale. Like for it a glitch, was right? their game that was literally kicking people into this area that they weren't supposed to be. And they were recording it because it's like, how did I end up here? Like, Hey, does anybody know what this is? Mm. Um, and, and that was the, where the initial, like this dude, uh, the gaming revolution on Twitter, he, they shut down his whole Twitter account. Like he was putting out leaks. Wow. Uh, he, like he put out this video, it was somebody else that gave him the footage of getting into the training mode. And he, he had all of his stuff shut down. Like, so what's the difference between like these guys and Sabi that leaks all the Nintendo stuff and that person has like won court battles saying that they're allowed to leak this information? That I have no idea. I I couldn't tell you. I don't know the whole law side right? of games yeah. and intellectual properties and what can and cannot be shared or when it's supposed to. I just the thing for me is if it's your game that's broken and letting me not even letting me like the the dude that this happened to wasn't trying to break into yeah. the game or do anything wrong. He literally got in by accident and just took a video of the whole thing because it's like, whoa, what's going on? I think this new mode's here, and it's like, oh, well, now we're all in trouble. <laughs> Perfect. You think they would just drop the mode like 
do that kind of phantom I've, yeah no hype nothing yeah. bang okay here's all the links and i've been talking to, i've been going back and forth with dan about this because obviously he's hyped for the mode um and we're like this is the biggest like pr nightmare i've ever seen like this is the way that you don't they haven't said a single right. thing about it and there's so much information about the mode there's the videos people's accounts are getting like shut down videos are getting taken off youtube and copyright striked and all this stuff and they refuse to say a peep even like the smallest message like hey guys uh we are working on a new mode uh, i know you guys are all excited for it uh look forward to more information in the future even something as vague as that is something but they're just completely silent and i think the reason is because they did want to do an apex and just stealth drop it and be like yo it's here and that would have blown yeah. people's minds right. that love call of duty but now that's completely ruined because now everybody's just pissed that they're not saying anything and the mode hasn't just dropped already or maybe and now it's is... just it, time just keeps going and going and it makes it worse and worse and it's just I would hate to be on that public relations team right now trying to figure out how to handle this whole situation. Or this is their whole plan. It's just a guerrilla warfare type marketing that they just, you know, okay, Jim's the leaker this week. Jim, go text somebody some information about the game and tell them to share it with everybody, but don't tell them who you got it from. Yeah, you know what I mean? and but then, then still just the, just building a frenzy. It's like, all right, everybody, you know, can't take it anymore. Just drop it already, and then it's going to be the hottest game. Everybody, yeah. Playing. And there was definitely a plateau where everybody was at like peak excitement, and there was rumors that it was coming out Friday because we got a fifty right. gigabyte patch for this game, which is humongous. And there's an empty spot in the middle of the game. Slots, yeah, yeah. They have a classified section, and it's just. All of these things that led up to, like, okay, we can wait a couple days since you guys did this stuff. But, like, you don't put up a classified section that everybody knows what it is and then tell people – or, well, not tell people anything, but make them wait, like, a month or something. It's marketing Nobody's going to be hyped for that. Your your max hype potential was, like, the first week. Like, you had seven days tops, I think, to just drop the stupid thing. And now they're still not – they're not even saying anything. It's just – it's super frustrating, uh, and now it looks like they're trying to go after people on Reddit. So <laughs> fun. Eh, I think it's working exactly the way they want it to. They're not uh, having to spend uh, any dollars know. on marketing, and people are talking about their game. Not in a positive way, though. That's the thing. Why is it not positive? They just want them to drop the, you know. No, because people are getting pissed that they're not saying anything, <laughs> and See, they're I'd banning agree with Moose. And... I'd agree with Moose if they didn't do going after someone right. and trying to get the information and take down videos if they wanted to create as you're saying kind of that not stealth forget apex's stealth drop but kind of this whirlwind of super hype you would be leaking a little bit here a little bit there a little bit here and then your grand plan is it pops out on pass i don't sure. know say march 1st whatever bang as soon as you load in that first day it's there and they haven't said anything but they've just let the leaks keep going and going and going and going i think them trying to fight the fire uh, or put out the fire is is detrimental to how they look and you're potentially pissing off your your community right and that's why i don't think it's like them doing all the leaking and stuff because obviously you wouldn't be trying to shut down people's youtube like this is people's whole lives like the people that are leaking this stuff like that youtube channel with five hundred thousand subscribers just gets shut down or something it's like that's people's livelihood you're messing with at that point it's yeah 
And that's the other thing too, is it could backfire as far as them going after one person could, you know, start a fire of hackers that all they want to do is leak all the information they have. And, you know, then everything's out. Yeah. Not a great situation. There was a right way to do it. And I don't think this was it. Well, hopefully we only have to wait another, what, 16 days or so from March 6th and... Yeah, we'll I think that's it. the potential. Hey, this might that be leaked. That was the, the most recent leaked <laughs> date that it's going to be released. So, fingers crossed. And, yep. um, boys, I think that's the end of the news today. So, Oh, God, you need that soundbite. <laughs> it's not a soundbite. I don't it's, delete it. It's right there. No, I tear, yeah, I, boom. I, the people I have the what they want. Out every week. <laughs> I do right so i guess the uh, game's out this week i shall uh, get straight into it so game's out for this week you've got mega man zero legacy collection and that comes out on february the 25th on xbox playstation and switch wasteland remastered on the same day is out on pc two point hospital comes out on the same day again on xbox playstation and switch we have AO Tennis, that comes out February the 28th on Xbox, PlayStation and Switch. And then Metro Redux is out on the 28th of February and that's on the Switch too. I shall pause. Yeah, there were a ton of games out this week. This is like the most games out that I've seen of the list in a while, but there are a lot of obscure ones too. Yeah, I I tried to pick some of the bigger names because we have had had some poor games released. Um, so this was the best out of a fairly substantial bunch. Yeah, I would say once. fifteen or twenty games coming out this week. Yeah, it, it's a good week. Um, we also have some games dropping into Game Pass. Um, the Yakuza Zero, the uh, PlayStation exclusive, is finally here on Xbox. Um, Kingdom Hearts Three. You have Ninja Gaiden Two, Wasteland Remastered. You also have Two Point Hospital, which drops day and day into Game Pass, and Jack Par- Jackbox Party Pack 3. That's just come into Game Pass. Um, I did have dates, but I ruined I've it. lost all the dates. Well, I was going <laughs> to not throw you under the bus. I'll do that. But there. yeah, I lost them all. <laughs> um, we also have some PC Game Pass games coming in, and you have World of Horror, you have Reigns, Game of Thrones. Death's Gambit, and again, Wasteland Remastered is there. And uh, we also have some new Switch games. So the Nintendo Online subscription, you have Smash Tennis, Pop and Twin B, Shadow of the Ninja, and Boat... Hang on, that's Eliminator Boat Duel. And those are all coming on your free Nintendo Switch subscription. Look at all those classics none of us have heard of. Yeah, right? Yeah. The the only one that looks half interesting is Shadow of the Ninja, and that's only via the box art. (laughs) And you know the box art is super deceiving. Yeah, it's it's an (laughs) eight-bit side-scroller. Well, yeah, that is true, too. (laughs) Um, All right, cool. That's going to do it for the news. New games coming out this week and Game Pass. Um, This week is, however a mailbox episode so let's get into some mailbox it's called mailbag isn't it mm-hmm. it is called mailbag do you want to read it <laughs> no no i think leave it's it. funnier if i leave yep. it this way mailbox. Cut this out. <laughs> mailbag you've got mail 
right. This first question comes in from Chaotic. He says, with the news that Sony has struggled to keep production costs um, under 450 for the new PlayStation, would you rather see it launch this year at $600 or saying next holiday season at $500? Um, the reason for the price cut would just be the internals of the system will be cheaper uh, right. the longer you wait, obviously. Um, well, yeah, like I reported last week, the mobile market is buying up a lot of the chips for the 5G market, and it happens to be the same ones that they use for the PlayStation. So bunch of jerks yeah. um how do you guys feel about this you're you're paying for something uh that's going to be current uh it's going to be as good as it can be at this point but it's going to cost you six hundred dollars or do you wait for something that will be kind of a year out of date but pay a hundred dollars less a year from now what do you do what do you do uh, here chocolate I'll start with you see for me i i think if if it does launch at six hundred, I think it's a no. I think it's. T- I think there's a peak price premium, right. and I think if you're already going at say six hundred, that's not even in- including your game, your extra controller, any other bits and pieces you buy on the day. So I think that price is ridiculous. D- personally, for me, I. Th- I don't want to say 500 is is okay, but 500 is the better option. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like the cap that like you can't expect people to pay for much, pay much more for a console. So I, I think I'm on the same yeah. page as you, like 500, and I'll take it next year, I guess. Yeah. How about you, Moose? So I don't think PlayStation has announced their price for the PS5 yet. No, and, these were speculated prices, right? For sure. And I want to say if they come out at 600, it's going to kill them. Like it did with the PS3. Yep. Exactly. It was too expensive. I think I was one of three or four people that had one the first year it was out. And it was not worth 600 bucks. There weren't any games to play on it. Um, it was, you know, it wasn't any better than the 360. In my but opinion. it was more expensive. It was a lot more expensive. <laughs> so, so, I yeah, think, think yeah, we're all if, on the same page with that one then. Yeah, just they come out at... A six hundred dollar price point is going to kill Sony. So, and I don't think even if they retail it at six hundred, the next year it's going to be six hundred again. It's not going to drop in price. I don't think. But to, I mean, to be fair, you you could exchange out Sony and put Microsoft on there. Microsoft would kill kill their consoles. I think any console that yeah. tries to launch over five hundred is too much. Dead in the water. Yep. Agreed. All right, moving on. Uh, this one comes in from Ludonian. He said, what is a Nintendo game missing from the virtual console that you'd like to see added? For me, it's Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I had so much fun playing that game as a kid. Do you guys play Zombies Ate My Neighbor? I don't think so. Oh, my God. So it's so didn't... good. Um, that's a great answer. Uh, it was it was a co-op game, and you like ran around the neighborhood, and there you literally had like neighbors that were like doing dumb things like grilling or jumping on trampolines or swimming in pools and you had to run over them to like save them and then the whole time there's all these zombies coming at you it's like the most cartoony like it's not even super cartoony i don't know it, it's done super well for what it is and that game's hilarious and a ton of fun i think that's a great answer but uh what about for you guys moose we'll start with you all right um first all, i gotta say ladonian thank you for answering your question it's always appreciated <laughs> <laughs> gets us you know the conversation going but i've actually got a list of three nes games that i would love to play again uh the first one being captain skyhawk it's a 
top-down shoot-'em-up uh, playing game that I just loved playing on the NES. And then the second one would be BC Surfing Sport, where you could do, like, skateboarding, surfing. Um, there were, like, six or seven different, like, California-style events. They were all just, like, summer beach events, like volleyball. That was a fun game. And then uh, the third one would be uh, Skate or Die. Okay. So it's really funny that that first game covered volleyball and skateboarding because my two games were Skate or Die, which agreed was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It was so awesome. And uh, Kings of the Beach was a volleyball game that I used to play with my dad, like, religiously. It was 2v2, Uh uh, and it was just, like, bump set spike all day on the NES. And you could do tournaments, uh, and it's just – it was so much fun. So the first game – what was the name of the first game? Uh, Captain Skyhawk. Or no, the one. Oh, BC Surf and Sport. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's that was a good one. I'll have to look that up, but yeah, ton of fun. Uh, Skate or Die was so good, dude. Right. Another good one was uh, Super Dodgeball. I never played it. Oh, dude, you could whip balls at people, and if you hit them right, then they would die, and like a little (laughs) angel version of their body would fly up off the screen. It was awesome. Brutal. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, Chocolate, how about you? Uh, For me, I remember playing this game with my friend when I was younger, and it was WWF WrestleMania Challenge. And it just encapsulated my whole kind of childhood loving wrestling and kind of using Hulk Hogan, the Warrior. Oh, it was a fantastic game. You had the... You had the view as if you were the actual camera as it was being filmed, and it it was it was a terrible, terrible game. But just the nostalgia from playing that, I'd love to play it again. Was that uh, NES or SNES? NES. Oh, nice. The first Nintendo. It was yeah. Oh, it was never a big yeah, wrestling just game. Like but... I said. Sure. I liked Men in <laughs> Pants. I do love my men in pants. You liked? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say hot and sweaty. You liked <laughs> them there? Or you still do? Uh, moving swiftly on. <laughs> Please. This next one comes in from Kabaski. Um, are you more of a closet gamer slash nerd, or do you wear it proudly on your sleeve? Chocolate, we'll start with you. Uh, I think I want to say on my sleeve, but then I don't really talk about with other people so so maybe if you yeah yeah, I don't know how to answer this one okay for people who know me yes I talk about games all day long and how I love them few people at work don't know that I like playing games a few people do so I would say you're kind of in between yeah I'm I'm in the closet but the door's slightly open how's that (laughs) Wouldn't expect anything else. Cool. Moose, how about you? I would say I'm a closet gamer, but not by choice. Because nobody cares. <laughs> that's I play the video thing games. I've ever heard. No, it's like I play video games and my friends are just like, whatever, dude. That's cool. Grow up. You know, <laughs> do adult things. <laughs> so I'm just uh, like, well, if you got an Xbox, it'd be way cool. And they're like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So um, I, I try to, you know, spread the word of games, but. It's just I'm not very effective because nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, 
as far as my like family goes and like at holidays and stuff it's like i am a gamer and my brother plays like call of duty all the time so other than that i don't think anyone really plays games and people whenever that question comes up where it's like oh what have you been doing lately like what are you into it's like well i game (laughs) and there's like a ton of games and if you knew games we could just be talking about new games or like that kind of stuff it's like other than that like i don't have a ton to put like unless i'm into your hobby it's kind of weird like you need to find this common ground to have good conversations with these people yes i get that (laughs) completely because i'm if someone said to you what did you do while your wife was away i'd be like put the kids to bed and then i gamed until i couldn't (laughs) stay awake so i mean i think i'm lucky in that i'm surrounded in real life for the most part with like coworkers that play games uh, or like friends that play yeah. games i don't have a ton of people that i like talk to regularly that don't really game um, all your friends are my gaming friends right so <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I'm i'm lucky and that allows me to wear it on my sleeve like when i was talking about going to like holiday parties with my family or like meg's family it's like they all know i do a gaming podcast they know i game all the time so it's not like i'm in a closet or anything it's just that nobody right. wants to talk to me about video games because they don't care like <laughs> yeah. exactly what moose said yeah it's <laughs> like both i think my dad my stepdad and my father-in-law have all been like so video games podcast huh what's that all about <laughs> i'm just like oh i talk about video games and that's about it you can listen to it if you'd like and then that's about the end of the conversation Right, it's like if I say anything more, you're gonna tune out. So yeah, let's talk about over. sports or something. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about what you want to talk about because I know that's what you what you want to talk about. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think uh, those are all good answers. Um, all right. Now this next one comes in from Sweeney. With myself finding it tougher and tougher to find time to play games, how do you guys effectively balance real life with gaming? Um, I'll start because I have the easiest answer. Uh, I don't have kids so that yeah. obviously makes a ton of time <laughs> and, uh, your, and your significant other is gone half games. the time so and she's gone half the time and she works nights so <laughs> like the nights that she or the days she's not working i'll be like well what do you want to do we can do whatever because i have so much gaming time because we're on opposite shifts when she's working that like I haven't had to deal with the whole balancing thing. So come back to me in a few years when I've had a few yeah. kids. Oh, not a few kids. That sounds like way too many. <laughs> it Maybe is. one or two. <laughs> I'll answer this one then. But uh, Moose, you have the most kids, so I'll let you go next. How do you handle uh, balancing real life and not real life? I just play games when the kids aren't around or I'm a bad parent. I put them in front of tablets. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do no like sometimes if after school if my daughter's done with their homework and they've already done you know whatever chores or picking up they need to do that's what they want to do is be on their tablet for an hour i don't you know let them watch junk i let them watch disney plus i let them watch educational things on youtube and um pbs you know there's definitely safeguards in effect on their tablets but you know i don't think letting them do that for an hour or two while i play apex waiting for mom to get home isn't too detrimental no nah, so, for sure i feel like i that's just don't what... sleep is the other thing just stay up late yeah and that, i was gonna say a lot of people like dads in our discord and whatnot that have like switches it seems like that's a perfect mm-hmm. workaround where it's not like it doesn't need to be taking up the whole tv so everybody knows it's happening that kind of thing it's just right. or you can do it in bed when everybody's asleep 
So definitely a good option. Yeah, dude. I have had my Switch next to my bed for about a month now, just thinking, I'm going to play me some Pokemans. And, and then you fall asleep. I just lay down and shut my eyes. <laughs> uh, Chocolate, how about you? How do you balance things? So I, uh, because my wife travels, it is the easiest, well, I say easiest, it, it's the only time I get to game. Um, funny enough, she complimented me the other day. Uh, we had a week where she stayed at home. She had to nip out for work. I had to stay away. And she said to me, oh, that's the only time you've gamed this week. I was like, oh, I love you so much. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for not phoning me or harassing me during my game time. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's kids asleep. Um, I try not to play any games when my kids are around. Um but I have recently got my son into Rocket League somehow. Yeah, just, that's a perfect like, game. Just drive the car around and try to hit the ball. Uh, he can't even drive. That's the trouble. So the car just sits there. The camera goes around, and occasionally he jumps. <laughs> but he, he, he kind of came up to me and was like, Daddy, I want to play car football. And I was like, yep, let's go. Let's go. Nice. Um, so, yeah, sat there for 10 minutes doing nothing. And, yeah, it was At fun. least we can it tell nice, who taught it? him. Yeah. Oh, you can't fly. Oh, you're so rubbish. You're garbage. That's another great way is just to include them in your playing because my oldest loves checking in on her garden in um, Viva Pinata. Oh, what a game. Yeah, I'll jump in there and, you know, build a new habitat so I can breed some new sort of species and check some boxes and water some plants and then it'll be time to go do something else. Also, what a horribly deranged game. Oh yeah, it's super weird. <laughs> but it's it's weird so fun. Uh, all right, good. Okay, uh, this next one comes in from Maze J. He says, "Any plans on having a podcast war, a competition again this year?" Chocolate, I'm gonna just throw this one to you. Oh, you! So why didn't we talk about this one before we because started the podcast? Moose and I are down for whatever you're down for. As long as our <laughs> schedules, you know, if we can figure out a time that all of us around uh, the world can link up at one time, then I'm absolutely for it. So I would, I would love to maybe have a battle um, again. It um, it was quite enjoyable. Not the times we lost, but obviously the times we won. But yeah, I, I did quite enjoy doing that. So maybe, again, as Moose said, if it's all about timing and if we can fit it into to a schedule, um, trying to schedule six people to do something is... Six at a minimum. Right. <laughs> yeah, is, is almost an impossibility. Yeah, the thing um, that Moose had brought up was like, the three of us have a tough enough time just with our eight-hour difference in time zones to link up for a podcast once a week uh so what are the chances that we can get eight people with varying schedules all across the world uh to do something like this but um it's definitely worth us thinking about so i'm glad that he wrote in uh, and asked the question because that'll get our brains churning um and we can definitely talk about it and try to figure something out i think and we also need to figure out how we can you know weigh the slopes here to get games that we're going to crush them at because we definitely got suckered you guys definitely got suckered last year yeah we looked at the the games to literal in one dimension it should be four uh, games we pick two they pick two how about a fishing contest you guys post your pictures in our discord 
<laughs> there you go. There, there it is. <laughs> we figured it out. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the question, Maze J. Uh, we'll definitely we'll talk about it more and maybe uh, have something in the next few weeks to announce or uh, something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll keep you guys updated with uh, if that's happening or not. Um, all right, this next one comes in from Chaotic. He says, is there a choice in any game that no matter how many times you play through, you never change? His example was picking Ashley over Caden in Mass Effect 1. Um, have either of you guys played a game enough times to have this be even a question that relates to you? No. <laughs> I was going to say, I rarely yeah. play through games multiple times. Um my only example would be with the bloody Baron because I've played yeah. that quest so many times right. that uh, I can say that every time I try to, well, not try to, I save his, um, you bury him and save his soul, right? Save the, his baby, the, yeah. the blubberkin. Yeah. You have to Is give him called? no botchling. Oh yes. Yes. You've got to give him a name and bury him so that his soul can rest at ease or something like that. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So or you can yeah, choose I mean, not I've to. always done that that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, <clears throat> like, with his example, I think if I were to play mass effect multiple times, I would always pick Ashley over Caden. Um, and I think that's, I don't know. Yeah. There's some things like he said that, that just seems, that seems like a perfect example for, Something that I would always keep the same. Yeah. Um, how about either of you guys? I have, like, not a specific game, but just, like, a, a way that I play games. For some reason, I I have a hard time doing the wrong thing. Like, doing the bad Being or the jerk. evil thing. Yes. I always have to do the honorable or the integrate, you know, integris thing, I guess. So you've never punched the reporter in the face in Mass Effect? No, but I accidentally blew some people's faces off in Red Dead too, and that was unintentional. Uh, yeah, Red Dead wasn't great with that because there was, I feel like one button shot yeah, the gun the conversation and also like, interacted with and, things. Exactly. There was multiple times that I ended up shooting at people on accident. Yeah, and it, the auto aim goes straight to their face. Yep, I was just trying to make him dance, yeah. and I shot him in the face. He just wanted a piece of gum, and he got no head. <laughs> Don't need the gum no more. Funny enough, like Moose, I always play games like that the way my moral compass is at the time. So I normally go at the good time. Guy. Does, do, it, does it waver, Bear? Sometimes, you know, you need to go <laughs> renegade. Come on, Moose. Oh, sometimes. Um, Dark chocolate. I know, I know. So I normally go kind of good guy, but I've never gone through a game and played it twice to get the alternate ending or to go for go good guy or go bad guy you know yeah. to, to flip the whole script because one my memory is absolutely shocking and two i haven't got the time or patience to Shockingly sit bad. through yeah my memory is okay. god awful nowadays and it's if you good. do have time it's like you're going to be playing different like new games or something yeah right. i'm uh, new There's games a pile on play games that i'm enjoying Exactly. Right. So, not that I'm not enjoying that game because that sounds I think that, bad. That may go back to like, because I think the last game that I played over and over again incessantly, other than you know sports games, was um, Halo One, and that was just because I had Madden and Halo in my dorm in college, and that was it. And I had like fifty bucks a week, so I wasn't buying any more games. Yeah, and those aren't really like 
choice based in any right like no. maybe you could pick a different team in madden instead of the broncos <laughs> no that's that's not what you do either ever yeah right so <laughs> we're all kind of on the same page then um all right this one comes in from castle he says chicken for breakfast why is it so amazing that's easy because it's meat next question <laughs> chocolate <laughs> Why would you eat chicken for breakfast? Have you ever had chicken and waffles? Now, here is where we have the divide. Or a a chicken cordon bleu skillet or omelette. Oh, it's so good. No, no. You have pork. You have bacon. You have sausages. You have hash brown. You have baked beans. Our breakfast meats. You have eggs. Oh. I hate to side with chocolate and his beans with toast ideals, but... Then don't. Chicken is not... For breakfast, for yeah. me, and okay. also I'm not built like a like the Rock who needs to have his protein in the morning. That is not my reason for not liking chicken no. for breakfast. Usually, it's not a meal unless it has meat in it. In my book, so I, I will agree with that. But like Chocolate said, I think pork's where you're uh, yeah. where you should be. Have going you ever for had breakfast the, meats, dude? Do me a favor. Yep. Go to Chick Fil A and get either the chicken biscuit and put honey on it. Or do the chicken minis that come in these little sweet rolls and then tell me that chicken's not for breakfast. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't eat it. I'm just saying I'm going to choose something <laughs> else off the menu. Mm-mm. It's the same thing like steak and eggs is not something I do. Oh, dude. Although what? I know that's like a thing. Steak and eggs. Oh, my God. So oh, good. So just, good. I'm, I'm just basic. I'm a basic B who just yeah. wants just bacon B and, e. and sausage. Just give him some <laughs> B&E and put him on, send him on his day. <laughs> Um, I, I did have so we have this weird restaurant around us that it's called Funk and Waffles um, mm-hmm. and they have uh, their iteration of chicken and waffles is it's a chicken wing that right. the waffle is made around it so it, it comes it. out it's like a chicken wing with waffle, waffle coating, it's coating like a I guess and you dip it in syrup dog. and eat it like that yeah. I had that once it, it was good but do I want that most of the time? Probably not. Not for me. Don't know what you're missing. One time. No, I, I did a... try it. I do know what I'm missing. <laughs> One time I had a burger called the Luther, at a place called Crave, and the buns were glazed donuts. I have seen that and multiple it, times, yeah. and my heart just starts to like hurt a little. Yep. And I'm like, nope. It's got like a <laughs> this quarter will be pound. The last thing yeah, I eat. <laughs> a quarter pound of bacon, a fried egg. Oh, dude, it was so good, but it was such a mess. Yeah, I could see that. I love eggs on burgers. That's one thing I will say. If it's like, if I didn't eat breakfast and lunch is my first meal and I'm at a burger place, a lot of times I will get a runny yoked egg on top top. of my burger. It's so sloppy and gross, but it's so good. You betcha. Yum. I'm so hungry. I was going to say, I did not eat dinner yet. (laughs) I am ready for dinner now. (laughs) Because it's delicious. That's why. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, this one comes in from Scottman. How do you justify the cost of your gaming habits if you have to, uh, to your significant other? Uh, I compare it to a night out drinking, which works out to be way more expensive than 40 to 60 fake money uh, for one game <laughs> and lasts a damn sight longer. Fake money. Isn't that that's, what that little squiggly thing is called? Sign, right? Fake yeah. money? It's like Monopoly Daddy. money. Um, Moose, how do you, uh, well, do you have to justify it, first of all? And if so, um, how? I don't necessarily have to justify it, but the boss lady will let me know when I am pushing the limits of my budget. 
and say, wow, you spent this much money on games this month? You need to kind of chill, bro. So you get like the the flashing yellow light at the intersection. Yeah. "Eh, Maybe slow down a little bit. Exactly. She doesn't necessarily tell me what to do, but at some point if I, you know, (laughs) don't listen, she will shut off my credit card. So that's fair. Chocolate. (laughs) Chocolate. How about you? Um, For me, yeah, I'm, I'm with Scotman here. I, my wife does say to me, Oh, you should go out more. Oh, this makes me sound like a hermit. Um, sure did. <laughs> whoops. Uh, but I'm like, well, look, I could go out and go drink. Um, and I'll probably spend a lot, a lot more. Um, or I can have this and this will last a lot longer. And then and, you're staying in and being safe and not making poor decisions and ending well, up in jail or anything like that. Funny enough, I do use that as well. And I do say, and then I'll be fine. And you know I'm at home nice and safe. And she's like, okay, hmm. At least I'm not spending this money on hard drugs. That's all you got to say. Yeah. There's way worse hobbies to have. Exactly. It's cheaper than crack. If if you're looking (laughs) for excuses to buy games, get on a podcast. Oh, I have to talk about something new this week. Got to get it for the podcast. Sorry. (laughs) Um, For me, I'm not at a point in my relationship yet. where I have to justify this kind of stuff because we don't have like joint bank accounts or anything. Cause we're not married yet. So, uh, again, just another question that doesn't really pertain to me, <laughs> but I can't wait till I do have to talk about how much I spend on games. Cause when, like, when I have her try out the VR and she's like, Oh my God, this is so cool. I'm not telling her that like, yeah, that thing costs $400 and we used it like a few times. <laughs> I and got the it games sweaty. Are, like, $20 piece. And <laughs> luckily that doesn't show up on a joint bank statement yet, yet so i'm just gonna keep spending as hard as i can these next 10 months or eight months however long it is uh and then we'll come back to this question later can't wait and that's the other thing i will say is that you guys all have kids and kids are expensive so that would also take away i'm just i'm probably setting myself up for failure here pretty bad just well, you've got a lot of things that you can sell so you can buy that some is more diapers. <laughs> yeah uh, if this room ever burns down with all of my technology, we are in trouble. All right. This uh, last question comes in from Ladonian. He says, what weapons do you wish were mandatory for every game to incorporate? His examples were lightsabers and miniguns. Uh, you guys have anything in particular? Chocolate, I'll start with you. He said it. A lightsaber in every game. Any That's all I want in like my my blackout games is just some dudes lighting me up with an AR up on a hill and I just whip out a lightsaber <laughs> and reflect some bullets back at him. Take That'd be back, awesome. You son of a yeah. <laughs> and can you imagine the final battle? You versus someone else and it's just two lightsabers. Like oh the epic God. Jedi music just kicks in if it knows that two people have lightsabers <laughs> at the end of the game. Oh my God, we need a Star amazing. Wars battle royale game. Why isn't oh Battlefront doing this? Fifty Jedi's fall from <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, if you don't say lightsaber, possibly there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Moose, how about you? Do you have anything? Um, not lightsaber. <laughs> oh, okay, know. fair. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I think everybody like they all kind of all do, but you should have some sort of special melee finisher type deal. Oh, what's kind game. of like a Mortal Kombat end? Yeah, like they have in Apex, or like Apex. and um, what other new game do they have a finisher in? I can't remember. Well, they uh, have them in uh, they, Titanfall, they, don't they? 
they added finishers into um well yeah they had them in titanfall right. too yeah um they also just added them into blackout is like something you can That's i right. did it on accident uh last time i was playing it's like what it's a thing yeah okay so i cool. think every every game should have some sort of finisher like that yeah um my two examples come from the uh or my two weapons i should say come from half-life i think a gravity gun is always nice just pointed at stuff stuff to move stuff or move things around or the portal gun (laughs) i think would be i mean it would break most games but would be a ton of fun like in all games but i guess those those are pretty gimmicky compared to something like uh well i was gonna say like a lightsaber but that also feels gimmicky if it can just knock back bullets at everyone right. yeah <laughs> but you can't thinking add... the uh, epic kills you could do with a with a portal gun right oh my god <laughs> like point it at your feet to make the one portal and then shoot it yeah. through a window on a wall and then you just like end up right behind a guy in a battle royale game <laughs> like god awesome or or put a portal in uh in somewhere or in under somebody's feet and then drop them right in front of a train yeah or that exactly dude the possibilities are endless i think we need portal battle royale Good one. Oh. 50 guys with portal guns fall out of a plane. That would be immense. Uh, it would be so much fun. So many good clips. Uh, everybody, thank you for the questions. Those are all uh, – those are that was a lot of really good questions. Um, so shout out to you folks for uh, sending those in to us. Um, we do our mailbag episode at the end of every month. Uh, we put out notices for it um, in Discord. So if you ever have any questions for the show, hop into Discord. We have the mailbag channel right there. Uh, Post your questions, and we'll get them read on the show. Um, So, yeah, shout out to you guys for sending in some great questions this week, this month. Appreciate you. Thank you. All y'all. Um. All right, that's gonna do it. This is a what a what a good show, and we're gonna we're gonna keep it under two hours, and it's a mailbag episode. That's fine. All right, make sure, head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate us, give us five stars, do all those great things that we love you guys for. Uh, If you want to hang out with us on the daily, head on over to Discord. It's where we all hang out, chat, do all that fun stuff. Links for Discord are in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show with your hard-earned money, head on over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast. We obviously have some free content coming up this week. so go check that out. Um, you don't need to be a subscriber for that. So just go look over some of the stuff we've posted. Look over the tiers, all that fun stuff. Our next Patreon episode is in two weeks. So plenty of time to get in for the game drawing that we do monthly. Uh, um, $25 gift card. Yep. Or Yeah, my bad. Gift card drawing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, that is one of our goals, though. So if we get back up to uh, the goal that's set in Patreon, we will be giving away a game every month. Uh, so go over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast. Check this stuff out. Um, another way you can support the show, uh, if you head over to our merch shop, which is through Spreadshirt, you can buy Cross Atlantic Gaming gear, um, hoodies, snapbacks, bags, socks, all sorts of fun things. Uh, go check that stuff out. Um, links for that will be in the show notes as well. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at CAG podcast. Uh, and lastly, if you need to reach out via email for whatever, podcast at gmail.com uh, if you'd like to get a hold of me I am at risky the kid everywhere chocolate how about you chocolate about 80 everywhere and moose moosenstein 8314 everywhere 
All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Take care. Thanks for listening. giving up drinking for a month sorry that came out wrong i'm giving up drinking for a month (laughs) (laughs) sad i like it yeah all right knock knock who's there rippities rippities who rippities clothes and you gonna pay (laughs) (laughs) that's terrible uh how do you get a country girl's attention? How? A tractor. Oh, because she thinks your tractor's sexy, huh? <laughs> okay. What does a grape say when it's squashed? What? Nothing. It just lets out a little whine. <laughs> Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? Why? Because they work on so many levels. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm out. I've got nothing else. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Spell. Spell who? Spell who? W-H-O. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>